Hello and welcome to Patty's Got Your Six podcast. I'm Patty, along with my tail gunner, my wife, Kathy. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Kath, can you tell our listeners uh, how to get hold of us and all that good stuff? Absolutely. Um, you can visit our website, veteranshelpingheroes.com, and there you can check out uh, some of the podcast interviews we've done. And there's a contact us form where you can submit your ideas for future interviews or feedback on past interviews. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Ventures, sorry, Veterans Helping Heroes. There you go. Yeah, you're looking good for the employee of the month there. <laughs> Keep it up. All right, our next guest, I happened to meet at the Marine Corps League 801 St. Patty's Day dinner. He was a guest speaker, so I know a little bit about him. But uh, we're proud to have on board Jim McCardle. Jim, welcome aboard. Thank you. It's great to be here today. All right, Jim, uh, you're a guest speaker at our Marine Corps League meeting, and uh, I know a little bit, but can you tell us just a little bit about your background? And Sure, I'd be happy to. So uh, I came from a background in law enforcement, local law enforcement here in Illinois, and uh, I, I was with that uh, for the 21 years. I left uh, back in 2012, so uh, just a little over 10 years ago now, so that's uh, that's a good part of my life. Uh, after that, uh, I also did a stint in radio. Uh, I work in a pharmaceutical industry, and uh, I own a couple of businesses, so uh, I keep myself pretty busy. Yes, you do. And how did, how did you get into charity work? And you're, you're all over the place on charities, and it's amazing. Well, yeah, I, I try to do a little bit here and there. I, I consider myself to be, um, you know, an amateur, you know, philanthropic type of person. So um, I actually got involved in, in most of the things that I do on accident. While I always uh, grew up, I think, uh, with a, a good bit of compassion in my heart, um, that that expanded as I got older. Now, when I was when I was a kid, um, I always used to do. I mean, back in back in, and I'm going to use air quotes here. The old days, <laughs> I used to do you know shoveling and yard work and stuff for yeah. for neighbors and sometimes people who needed uh, just some extra help. Uh, I went to church, and uh, some of our older uh, members there needed uh, a little bit of help um, doing certain things, you know, around the house or around the yard, and that was something that I always did. Uh, I think I was raised right, and that was something that, that I believed was important. That went on um, into adulthood, right? Um, one of the things that, that I, I did before I got involved in any real uh, organized charity work was helped with uh, people who were older, um, maybe uh, single moms, people who could just use extra help. I used to plow driveways. I used sure. to do all of that stuff just on my free time simply because they needed help and I had the means to do it. That's uh, so one about. of the things that yeah. I... Yeah. So one of the things that I always believed is if you can help somebody help them, honestly, I, I think it's a good motto to live by. But uh, but I got involved with uh, a lot of the charity work on accident. So when I say that, um, I'll, I'll give you uh, an example. One of the, the charities I work with is a place called St. Baldrick's. What that does is that raises money for childhood cancer research. Yes. And about 15 years ago or so, uh, I happened to uh, be out one day and uh, I stopped at the Brat Stop up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and I was going to have lunch there. Didn't know anything was going on. And back then, things were a lot less uh, produced and, and a lot smaller. 
there was a, a group of people on the stage and they were getting their, their head shaved or their hair cut. And uh, I didn't know anything about it. Like I say, I was there for lunch. And so uh, I went and I saw a, a girl, a young girl, 15 year old girl on stage. And I, I looked and, and I saw her getting her hair cut. It was long. Uh, and then after that shaved and I was next to a guy and I asked him, I said, what's this about and he told me uh, he said it's St. Baldrick's and it raises money for cancer research I said oh that's good enough and I didn't need a lot of explanation after that but I you know threw some money up in, in the hat and then you know kind of sponsored that and figured that was the end well when she was getting her hair cut uh, or shaved I should say she was crying uh, she was crying pretty good uh, red face all puffy and then you know I could tell it meant a lot to her and uh, as as a kid growing up, especially as a girl, your hair means a lot. And and so I said, you know, that's that's kind of special. And so when it was all said and done, you know, she walked off the stage and the guy I was talking to her kind of gave her a hug. Turns out that guy was her father. And uh, so I went and I talked to him after the fact. What she was doing is, is she was cutting her hair. Uh, so she could donate it to to get wigs made for wow. kids who need, uh, you know, these wigs when they go through their cancer treatments because you lose your hair. Right. And I thought to myself at the time I was in my 30s, um, I, I said, man, I said, here's a kid, 15 year old kid who can think about other people that much. And it turns out that what she was doing was she was getting her hair cut or shaved because she had cancer and she was going to lose her hair oh, and boy. she was going to give her hair away when she, before she could, you know, lose it. And oh. I thought to myself, man, that's, that's a big person right there. That's, Wonderful. that's a 15 year old kid. And that person <laughs> dwarfs me. Right. I, I said, man, I, I think I got to do more. Mm-hmm. And, and I meant that in a bigger sense. And uh, so I said, okay, I said the following year, um, I'm just going to, you know, be a part of this unofficially, no big deal. And I did a little bit more and raised a little bit of money. It was good. It was fun. And I said, you know what? I think I can do more. And so after that, um, I said, let me try this on my own. Let me try to to do this um, and and throw a good party. Now, I like to party, right? I like to have a good time. Welcome aboard. That's why you're here. <laughs> one of my businesses is a uh, is a liquor company, and, and one of the things that we do, of course, is you know we have we cater to events, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a corporate event, what have you. So I, I have the means, and even back then, I had the means to to throw a pretty good time. So I tried it, and we raised some money that year. We had a great time. And we made a little bit of a difference, I think, in a lot of people's lives. And we opened up their eyes to that charity. And I said, you know what? This is good. Maybe we can try it again next year. There you go. And I kept doing it right around St. Patrick's Day. And I've been doing it for, uh, well, now 14 years as a host, but uh, longer than that as just being involved. And we've raised over a million dollars for various charities. And I said, you know what? That makes a difference because it isn't a grant that we get that's, you know, five, ten, you know, fifty thousand dollars. It's a dollar at a time. And when you raise that much money, a dollar at a time, it means something because you're not taking it from a big company on just a a large check. You're taking it from a person who says, I believe in this cause and I believe in what you're doing. Absolutely. And and, and that right there is a great personal connection. So that's that's one of the things I've been doing. And like I say, it's been going pretty good. Um, Our biggest event 
uh, was a two-day event where we rented uh, the Genesee Theater in Waukegan. Yes. And then at the time, it was called the Sundance Saloon. And between the two days, there was 2,800 people. Wow. And the stories that came out of these events over the years have been motivating, moving, important, because some of the people who are there are thriving today. On the flip side, some of them we've lost along the way. Sure. So this is something that brings a community together. It's something they can get behind no matter what politics they play, no matter you know what they've done in their past, what, you know, man, woman, black, white, it doesn't matter. It brings people together. It is a true unifying force. And that's something that, that I think we all need today is something that we can all get behind instead of get out of the way of. Amen. So, so that, that's, that's how I got involved in that charity. And when I had that feeling of, man, you know, I think we just did something good. I got a little greedy. Now, greed is supposed to be a bad thing, but when you're greedy for a feeling like this, man, that's a good thing, isn't it? When you want to help somebody and you want to see that smile on their face, you're not out for that glory, but boy, you can feel when somebody is, is feeling better. When, when, when you've made a difference in somebody's life, wow, what a feeling that is. It's something that sticks with you. And I want that feeling to stick with me and it will for the rest of my days. And I want other people to get that too. That's why we invite literally over the years, thousands and thousands, probably tens of thousands of people to the different charity events that we do. I want to help facilitate them in getting that, that feeling, that good greed where you say, man, I've done something good for somebody. And for me, the way I look at it, I throw a party and the best side effect there is, is to help somebody else. So that's what I've been doing with a number of different charities over the years, whether it's, again, cancer research. Uh, I also do animal welfare, um, suicide awareness, mental health issues. Those are always really big. Um, I even help local families. When I say that, one of the things I do is I try and talk to community members who might know somebody, whether it's teachers, right, who, who deal with our kids all the time right. and know sometimes the struggles of a family. And I ask them, especially around the holidays, is there a family in need that you that you can tell me about, right? And uh, one of the things is, you know, they say, yeah, you know, we might have this person over here or that person over there, and they're struggling, right? And so what I do is I say, look, if you know of a family, you facilitate a visit and you just go over there for a talk. When you're over there to talk with a parent, a family member, uh, whoever it is, what I do is I come in right behind you with boxes full of food or gifts or whatever, and then I leave. It's your time to talk to that person. You've made a difference in that person's life. I just happen to be the vehicle that brings it in. Right. Jim, I tell you what, I can feel the passion in your voice. And, and what I love about this concept, it's a... A hand up, not a handout, and it, it, it's a, a brilliant, brilliant concept. And uh, can we talk about your veterans charity also too, which is amazing? Absolutely. And, and one of the things is I like to I like to lay the groundwork for the veterans charity with the other charity work I do, um, because just because you're a veteran doesn't mean you don't fall into some of these other uh, categories, right? Mm -hmm. So I try and help as many people as possible, but of course there's going to be some that are a little bit more near and dear to my heart. 
Now, one of the things people have asked me um, why I support, you know, the veterans, different charities, um, they, they asked me if I'm a veteran. The answer is no. Um, I didn't uh, choose that route. I ended up going to college for a little bit. Um, and then, again, I, I, I broke into uh, the, the law enforcement field soon thereafter. And it's a regret to this day, but it's still a path that I chose. And if I didn't choose the path that I did then, I wouldn't be the person I am now. There you go. So, so I can I can absolutely appreciate the, the the sacrifice, the work, and the efforts of every veteran out there. So, one of the things that, that I do is is I sit on a board of directors for a, a charity. It's a five hundred one c three charity called Lake County Response for Veterans. What we are is, is we're a charity that helps with housing and quality of life, housing repairs for local veterans in Lake County, Illinois. Now, that can be a, a number of different things that, that people may need. It can be something as simple as we've installed a, a, a railing, a handrail on a set of outside stairs. No big deal, right? But it was to the person who owned the home. Sure. Uh, we've we've helped install ramps to get up because sometimes people they're in wheelchairs or otherwise they need some help and they're a little bit less mobile as as a person. We help with that. We've gone we've done roofing, we've done plumbing, we've replaced floors, we've just replaced a boiler. There's so many different things that we do, and this is all done at no cost to a veteran. Now. When you're you're talking money nowadays, I understand the value of a dollar. I'm I'm lucky in life. I'm fortunate in life that that I I have a comfortable life. That being said, not everybody does. I recognize that. So one of the things that we do as a charity is we make sure that we vet the veteran. Right? We we do ask some questions. There is criteria that you have to meet. But for the people who are truly in need. We help these people, and it doesn't cost them that penny, right? Sure. Because that's that's a worry that they don't need. It's a worry they have, but we can take it away. Now, remember I said it, it makes a big difference when you make a difference in somebody's life. And when you see the faces on, on, on these men and women out there that we've taken care of a need, we've helped them, and they are appreciative that's the greed that comes back. We want that feeling. Absolutely. I'm not alone in there. Yeah, and Jim, I am not alone. I'll tell you one thing, Jim. Yes, sir. I've seen vets that have been helped, and then they pass it along, and they help somebody else, and they help somebody. It's it's a great feeling. It's a great thing to witness also. Now, if somebody does if need help, how do they apply for that? Now, so our website, which is LC, as in Lake County, lcresponds.org, uh, we have uh, an application there. We also have a lot of information there uh, about us as a charity. Uh, all you have to do is, is go there. Just start the process there. And as, as long as uh, you're willing to, to answer some basic questions and have a talk with us uh, about your needs, we come out there and we look at whatever that need is, right? Because honestly, sometimes one need turns into more and you might not even know it. Sure. What we do is we have licensed and insured contractors that we pay uh, to come out and, you know, do the work. We have a general contractor that comes out and takes a look. Because again, if you think that you might have some flooring problems, well, guess what? Why do you have a flooring problem? Say it's your kitchen or your bathroom. Maybe there's a leak there. Now that flooring becomes plumbing problems too. It may turn into an electrical problem as well. So we have people come out to look holistically at everything that needs to be fixed 
And that's what we try and take care of. We're not going to throw a Band-Aid on it. We're going to fix it. And that's that's something that's so important because, again, just because you throw a Band-Aid on a problem doesn't mean it goes away. Right. What we do is we fix it so you don't have to think about it again. Right. Now, do you have volunteers that actually do work also? or? So the only work that the volunteers do for liability reasons okay. are, you know, we, we interview people, we'll, we'll, we'll do the, the, the footwork, but everybody who comes in is a hired licensed contractor okay, because that it's, it's all about the insurance and the liability okay. when it comes to that. Right. Um, but as far as the organization itself, a hundred percent volunteer. Beautiful. Now, what if somebody wanted to donate flooring or windows or. Anything like that's, that. Is, so you go to our site and you just contact us. And what we do is, is we do have uh, a, let's call it a, a garage shed, warehouse, whatever you want to classify it as. Mm-hmm. And we will take um, some housing materials, uh, as long as they're not too big, uh, and we'll use them. We absolutely will. We do have jobs uh, upcoming where, hey, there, there might be a, a need for some roofing, some lumber, some plumbing parts, some whatever. And if we can use that stuff, especially if they're, you know, new or in good shape, absolutely we will. All right. Good stuff. Now, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, luncheon that's coming up? I believe it's on April 12th. It's on April 12th this year. So uh, what we do is at least once a year is we just try and say thank you to our local veterans. Uh, And how we do that is we just throw them a lunch, right? It is a, a bunch of great food and drinks. And we have different tables in there. It's, it's, we're not selling anything. We're, we're offering information. And what that is is different tables for different, we'll call them vendors or resources, where uh, a veteran might be able to learn a little bit more about a certain organization in the area or a certain service that might come from the government or a private uh, entity, you know, like a, like a business. And they can find out, hey, you know what? this is a service maybe that I need. And it just kind of gets the ball rolling with them. What we do is we have a couple of speakers come in to, to, to talk with the, the people who show up for this lunch and, you know, spread a different idea, different message about resourcing, about needs, um, and really, you know, connect with everybody in the audience there. This lunch, great lunch, uh, it's at no cost to a veteran. You're going to find that as a constant theme for us, at no cost to a veteran. I think that's so important because, again, the people that we're, we're looking for and we're looking to help, these are the people who truly need the help, and not necessarily can they afford that help. So we're there to, to give it to them. We're there to say thank you to everybody who's come and, and who's worked and who's sacrificed everything that they have over the years, right? Yes. Because this is something that's so important to not only myself, but every member of the board. All right. So that's April 12th. I believe that's Wednesday. Salute to it service is. lunch. And where's it being held at? And what time do we start? So this is at Greenbelt Cultural Center in North Chicago, Illinois. It goes from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. We ask that if you are there, you sign up on our website, which is lcresponds.org. You go to the events page there, and you just quickly sign up uh, to the Salute for Service Luncheon. Uh, you uh, you get a ticket, uh, and that's pretty much just for headcount. We're looking for about 100 veterans to serve that day. And uh, like I say, we do, we do you come in. You listen to a couple of people talk, you get to talk with people maybe you've never met before, or you can bring a couple of people on your own. You have a great lunch and you go about your day. You're not going to buy anything. You're not going to be pressured into anything. We're not selling anything.
anything. We're giving away information and appreciation, and I think that's a great way to spend an afternoon. Absolutely. Now, what if you're not a veteran? Can you still attend? You can absolutely attend, and you can even sponsor somebody else. So what we do is we have tables of eight, um, and you can buy a a spot for yourself if you want a delicious lunch, open bar, everything like that. Um, You can buy a ticket on your own. It's $75 a ticket. I know it seems like a lot for lunch, but trust me when I tell you the food is outstanding, the open bar is great, and the amount of resources that are there for veterans, let me tell you, you're funding all of this stuff, not only for that day, but to help keep that going in perpetuity, right? So we want to make sure that everything there gets spread around as far as our resources and as far as our message to anybody around, veteran or not. All right, beautiful. So it's a luncheon honoring the brave. That's April 12th. Uh, it's 11 to 2 p.m. Uh, salute to service, and that's at the Greenbelt Cultural Center in North Chicago. And uh, if you're not a veteran, show up and uh, donate some money and help out a great cause here. And, Jim, I'll tell you what, thank you, number one, for your passion and what you do for veterans and uh, your time. And uh, this is great stuff, and uh, it'll be on our website, and we'll, we'll get the word out there for your luncheon, and, and hopefully more great things are going to happen down the road. I absolutely appreciate you having me on today. It's, it's an honor to be here, I promise. Likewise. All right. That was Jim McCardle, and everybody, if you're in town on uh, April 12th, check out the luncheon, Honoring the Brave, No Cost of Veterans. You can also sponsor a veteran, and that's from 11 to 2 o'clock at the Greenbelt Cultural Center in North Chicago. All right, thanks again.